everybody. You're listening to the QBL Pod, the podcast for the Quichibichin League. It is October 27th in the year 2020, and this is episode 209. That is season two, episode nine. As always, I'm your host, Billy Corrales, and today I am joined by your two co-commissioners, Dylan Cleary and Andrew Green. Gentlemen, say hello when you feel like it. Hello, this is Andrew Green. I know Dylan normally goes first, but he pointed to me, which means he must not have something to say. So (laughs) (laughs) not to confuse everybody where you say Dylan's name first. This is, in fact, the co-commissioner, Andrew Green. What up, QBL pod fans? Yes, and here is the real commissioner, Dylan Cleary. Damn. (laughs) Uh, I just felt like, I didn't know. Do I always go first? Always. Maybe I do. Oh, okay. So this is a little weird then. I thought there was a different like uh, trend that we were doing based on like outcomes and results and stuff. Anyway, whatever. I felt like Andrew deserved to go first this week, and I don't give a shit, so I would go second. <laughs> That's good. I mean, I, I do feel good. I do feel um, I feel really good. I don't know what else to tell you, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Solid start to the episode. You had a, so you had a good Sunday. Um. Oh crap. Yo. Yeah. No. No. no? Yeah. Why? Yeah, think, crap, what did I do on Sunday? It was so long ago, two days ago, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it was a good Sunday. It was a very productive Sunday. I uh, I did I did non-football things because the Patriots were playing so poorly. So oh. I cleaned out my car. I did some laundry. I cleaned the apartment. I did, you know, domestic things. I cleaned out my car as well, and I found that I had about like 14 to 15 Dunkin' Donuts bags in there, all just shoved into the like the foot space of the passenger side because I'm a trash human being. So, you know, that's that's what I got going for me over here. All right. That's enough. That's enough. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say anything more. <laughs> what? Why? Because as we discussed on the pre-show talk, Billy's stories fucking blow chunks. Oh, that's I mean, not, true. Yeah, please. Not always. It's just when I get derailed a little bit, they tend to just kind of, you know, go off the rails. Yes. And then we would have been another two minutes of me having to edit you talk about those fucking Dunkin' Donuts bags and what your favorite order at Dunkin' Donuts is. Yo, oh, don't get me started. Right. It is a chocolate glazed donut. It's a, I know. What the fuck? <laughs> what? That's so good. The, all right. The chocolate glazed donut is the uh, the best donut. And I will I die on that hill. Hold on. I, hold no, on. I agree. Hold on. When I say chocolate glaze, what 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 do you think of Dylan? I get literally a chocolate glazed donut every time I go to Dunkin'. Okay, donuts. thank goodness, because some a people, chocolate donut with the glaze. Yes, good. Some it. people think it's that that like plain donut with the frosting, and I'm like, no, you uncultured swines. Those people are idiots. Exactly, but there's <laughs> that's chocolate frosted. There's thousands of them out there that are like, oh, do you want a chocolate glaze? And then they point to the stupid one that is the frosted. I'm like, you work at Dunkin' Donuts. You should know that it says chocolate glaze or chocolate frosted. You people suck. I cannot honestly remember the last time I had a Dunkin' Donuts, not a sponsored donut. <laughs> oh, man, you're missing out. I have one to two almost every day. <laughs> Billy, Billy's the reason why Dunkin' Donuts stock is through the roof right now. He is single-handedly carrying that company. I didn't. Yeah, because like I would go every single day and then I found out that the app like gives you points. And eventually, like after you spend, I think it's like forty dollars, you get a free coffee. So I'm like, fuck, yeah, here we go. It's terrible. I have a problem. Here's my one ask of Dunkin' Donuts. Please return your chocolate glazed donuts to how they were like, I don't know, 20 years ago when I was a child and you actually put a good amount of glaze on the donuts. 
the amount of glaze on the donuts these days, very disappointing. Nothing like I remember as a child. Criminal. As a child, there used to be so much glaze, I could literally just bite into the donut <laughs> and only get sugar. glaze. And only get glaze. None of the donut, just the glaze. Now, Nowadays, there's nothing. Now, the the problem is, though, it's all kind of uh, dependent on what Dunkin' Donuts you go to. Because it's like they're all part of the conglomerate that comes out of Canton. But, like, depending on the trucks that go to certain Dunkin' Donuts, you'll get, like, good donuts and then other Dunkin' Donuts will have like no donuts. It's, it's a nightmare. You gotta, you gotta have that one good Dunkin' Donuts that you go to and every other place is shit. Yeah. They should be a sponsor of our show. We're local boys to them. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, maybe one day that's the goal. And uh, uh, the QBL pod runs on Dunkin'. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to edit this, this three minutes. What of do you mean? Talk. This is content for the people that don't like football, i.e. your wife, you dumb that's fuck. Right. That's why I'm here to make her listen to us for eight minutes before she dumps out. She's eating this up right now, literally, while, <laughs> while eating a Dunkin' Donut, probably. Wow. Phenomenal, phenomenal job, guys. Yeah, you'd think we were sponsored. I know, right? Jeez. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to talk about, it's changing gears here. Uh, this week, you know, Halloween's this weekend. What are you guys' plans for Halloween this year? It's a weird year, 2020. What is Halloween going to look like this year? So Halloween falls on a Saturday, and uh, I normally I would not watch SNL. Like, I like it. It's 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 funny, but sometimes it's just it's it's on too late or it's stupid. But John Mulaney is on SNL this week with the strokes. And that is probably what I'm going to be doing on my Halloween evening, just sitting on the couch and gorging myself on candy and laughing at John Mulaney. So are the strokes still relevant? Like, I don't know. Did they put out a new album recently? I don't know. But it's like, hey. We just pulled them out of a gutter in New York City, and we decided to put them on stage at SNL. I don't know, but who- no, 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 what it was? They probably the the producers at SNL were like, you know, we just p- played Guitar Hero three in that song <laughs> Reptilia by The Strokes. It was a really good one. Oh, Let's get them. Oh on. my gosh, I'm an idiot. It's The Strokes. I was thinking The Struts. Oh, oh, if it was gosh. the Struts, they, the Struts have albums. That's the what I'm saying. Are, the Struts no, are like, it's the oh, strokes. it's, the, it's strokes. the Strokes. I've made a terrible mistake. Although you thought I, I did. I thought we were going to get a, uh, uh, a, a flamboyant lead singer that is maybe from Britain. I don't know where they're from, but instead we're going to get whatever the Strokes are. And I need to be a little bit more musically educated to comment I, on that. I thought you were the music guy. I am, and I've let us down today, as I do every single fucking week. You don't know shit about football. We can't see your face <laughs> on the camera, and you <laughs> fucked up on music. The thing that you swear you know the most about. And you don't do Silly Billy. What do you bring to this podcast, Billy? Can we I, kick him out? Guys, let's be real. Out of the three of us, I have the most music knowledge. You guys didn't even even, even know that the Strokes were going to be on SNL this weekend. Look yes, at that. I did. Because I told you. That's because I, that's not because I don't. That has nothing to do with music. I know. That has something to do with you showed me that they were going to be on SNL, but not knowing that they're not on, like me not knowing they were on SNL doesn't have anything to do with music. It has me not knowing what the fucking show notes for SNL are. Fair. Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how we got. Oh yeah, Saturday Night Live. That's that's how, that's how we got there. Halloween, Andrew. What are you doing for Halloween? I'm working on Halloween at the golf course. So that's fun. That's it. <laughs> and then I'm probably just gonna come home and 
you know, wear 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 a wear a cowboy costume and just sit on the couch and watch Futurama. Wow. I <laughs> I don't get trick or treaters anyway where I live, so definitely not going to be happening this year, but I always buy an extra couple bags of Kit Kats and Reese's just uh just in case. Just for you. <laughs> and then no, then I I have to eat it cuz I can't let it go bad, but like, you know, just in case, what if some? What if one year I just suddenly get a bunch of trick or treaters? You never know. You Question, never know. Yes. Dylan, how long when you so you get the big bags of candy? You don't get any trick or treaters. How long does that bag of candy last in days? <laughs> uh, I've already started eating it. <laughs> it's almost it's almost gone. <laughs> yeah, thanks. you're gonna get just the amount of trick or treaters that you have like one less piece of candy. You're like, uh, I've already eaten all the candy, and there are three trick or treaters at my house. I only have two pieces left. Dude, this year of all years, I will be fucking furious. I'll be like, <laughs> "What are you doing? Go home and get inside and stay away from everybody." I want to go back to normal life. See, that's a, that's a problem I'm having. Like things are opening up, and like you can go out to restaurants and you can do. A, but I feel like oddly insecure about going places. I'm like, I don't need to go to a restaurant. I can just order their food and bring it home. Like I don't need to sit down at places. So I feel like that's a problem. I'm having lately. I'm not doing anything because I, I feel weird about going out, you know? Well, it's the second wave. So, I mean, I think we're kind of going a little bit back until this vaccine comes out to how we were in, you know, March, April. Jeepers. Um, I don't think it won't be as bad. It won't be as bad. And I think the vaccine will hopefully come out soon and then we'll be uh, okay. But, you know, we just got to wait it out a little bit longer at least. That was really sad for Silly Billy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Billy. I what the know. hell are you doing? <laughs> All right. Why don't we get a little bit happier and get into, well, somewhat happy. Best and worst of the week. So maybe happy and maybe sad. Best of the week. Does anyone do either? I'll you go guys first. Go? I'll go oh. first. Oh, oh Andrew's so happy. Mm, yeah, so I happy. am. I am very happy. Okay. <laughs> All right. So on. Saturday. This is non. I'm gonna. My best of the week is gonna be non-football. First time for everything. So Saturday, I my brother, my older brother, him and his wife have bought a new house, and they were moving on Saturday from their current apartment to their new home. And oh, he asked, "Congratulations me, to yeah. him! I did yeah. not know this." Yes, they are homeowners, and so he asked, you know, me and Brian to help him move. And so I said, yeah, sure, no problem. And I go, and he asked me like a week ago, and I said, all right, cool. I'll, I'll put in for, so I don't have to work at the golf course. Um, but they scheduled me, <laughs> and I talked to them. I go, hey, you know, I had to help my brother move. Can anybody, anybody pick up my shift? I like put it out there like two, like a week in advance. I'm like, anybody pick up my shift? I don't care. I'll, I'll work on a Sunday. I'll work whatever. No one picked up my shift. So I told my brother, I go, oh, crap, I can't, uh, I can't help you move all day. I have to go to work at 12. So I show up there and I move a couple pieces of furniture and then I was like, got to go to work. And then I sat on my ass all day. Well, the rest of my family helped <laughs> him move. <into laughs> and I don't look like the bad guy because I had to go to work, but I also didn't have to help him move everything. So that was wow, my best. Nice, that was a pretty good best. Nice. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. And there's no way, there's no way you did that on purpose. No, no, no. No, and I was, I was, I was hella hungover on Saturday helping to move, and I thought I was in bad shape. But then Brian showed up, and he was like, "I think I'm gonna throw up, or I have to shit, one or the other." <laughs> he was also hungover. Oh my gosh! Okay, my best of the week. It goes out to my brother, 
who is a listener. Oh. My brother David. Fuck he's you, a David. listener of the show. And it was it's his birthday coming up this Friday, but we celebrated it this past weekend. And it was a great time. And for his birthday, I got him. He got a new iPhone, iPhone 12, and I got him like a, a charger and a, a screen protector. And I kicked his ass in fantasy football. So best of the week. <laughs> Happy birthday, bro. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Is it true that the charger, the chargers in the iPhone 12 don't come with bricks? I bet you 100% that's accurate. I think you're I think you're correct. I think I remember him saying that. Yes. So in the bricks in the in the charge port that they give you doesn't isn't compatible with bricks that you have from your other iPhones. Is this also correct? I do not no, know. No, I don't I don't I, do I don't know. think they do. I don't that. think so. That would be a dick yeah. move, but not not below Apple. <laughs> not a sponsor. No. No, because I mean it would it would never will be. You'd have to <laughs> you'd have to get like a whole new USB plug for almost everything you use afterwards after that after the phone comes out. Like I don't I don't think they'd make you get a new brick. All right, Bill, what's your best of the week? I like that all our best of the weeks were non-football related. Well, kind of. Then you threw football in at the end, Dylan. But anyway, uh, my best of the week. So at the school I work at, we kind of tend to play pranks on one another. And that's just how things go. Like I came in one day and my chair was wrapped in saran wrap, like eight different layers. I had to cut my chair out of it and whatnot. Well, one of the assistant principals is a super serious guy likes like a type doesn't like anything out of order all that kind of stuff and so we've been trying to figure out a way to get him back and luckily he's not a listener so i can tell you what's going on so one of the uh phys ed teachers at our school found online a small machine that makes cricket noises and for oh, and no. for ten dollars she bought uh, one of them and we just kind of stuck it in his office while he was out <laughs> while he was out doing like uh, making sure all the students were coming in in the morning. We just stuck it like underneath his desk. And the great thing about it is that it chirps uh, sporadically. So every two to 15 minutes, it'll chirp like three times. So all Friday, I can hear it chirping because my desk is like right near his office. And he doesn't mention anything about it. He doesn't say anything about it. And the day goes and ends. And I'm like, well, that battery is going to die over the week. It was a fun prank over the uh, over the weekend. When I come in on Monday, I'll, I'll fess up to it. It'll be great. So I come in Monday morning, and I'm sitting at my desk, and it's like 6.15 in the morning, and all of a sudden I just hear, it still is going. The battery life has not died. And I looked it up online. The battery lasts like five to seven days. So that thing is going to chirp all week long. And I bought more batteries for it. To keep it chirping. <laughs> he was telling another teacher about it. And he's like, oh, I, I honestly thought it was Billy, like, pressing a button from his desk to, like, make a sound. But it, it went off at, like, 5.45 in the morning before he got there. So it, it can't possibly be him. So he truly thinks he has a little cricket friend in his office. And it has been the the highlight of my week. I mean, he's smart enough, though, to first stop be like thinking it's you pranking yes. him. He's actually right. He's 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 on edge because like we will he was out one time and we uh, uh, caution taped his entire desk. And it's it's a, it's a whole ongoing thing back and forth. So but he has no idea now. He actually thinks there's a cricket in his office and I might buy another sound machine and put one in like the opposite corner. So he thinks they're reproducing. We'll wow. figure it out. That's devious. Devious. Perfect for Halloween. Man. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, worst of the week. Uh, Andrew, do you want to go or I'll go? You go ahead. Worst of the week. 
football related. Mm. As we talked about last week, made a trade with Ted, traded James Robinson <laughs> to Ted for Michael Thomas. We will find we will talk about how good of a week James Robinson had this week, but the reason it's my worst of the week is because Michael Thomas re-injured himself. Not the same injury. He pulled his hamstring and he missed this week and he's probably going to miss this upcoming week as well. And we don't know how long he's going to miss. So as of right now, doesn't look great for me. I had to eat it a little bit as Ted was texting me about how how perfectly he timed the trade and how James Robinson is a top 15 running back, which he's probably right. <laughs> but also that Michael Thomas is really not much better than any wide receiver you can grab off the waiver wire. Oh, gosh. So Wait a second. Is that what Teddy said? <laughs> I, I, I can read the text uh, a little <laughs> bit later. Because uh, we have we have plenty of texts we have plenty of texts to read. That is uh, <laughs> that is the damaging of trading with Ted is if it goes poorly for you he like continuously will let you know. <laughs> he hasn't said a peep about Leonard Fournette. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> it's been pretty quiet on the text message front from Ted to me, but Deshaun Watson's doing great. Here's here's the text. All things considered, I got a top 15 running back and a sparse year for running backs. Fair. For a guy who barely played one game so far this year, okay, it's easier to get wide receivers off the waiver wire than it is to get running backs. So to be fair, okay. all, of what, all of what he said is yeah. true. Yeah. But you can't. Can you get a Michael Thomas wide receiver off the waiver wire when Michael Thomas is playing? I was say a Michael Thomas twenty twenty. Yes, you can. His name is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anybody else. Well, we'll see who has the last laugh. If Michael Thomas doesn't come back and play, then it will be Ted. But still got plenty of season left, so we'll see. Anyway, Andrew, go ahead. What's your worst of the week? Uh, you know, it was it was a tough it was a tough week. Not a lot of worst kind of happened for me. I will say probably my worst is work related. One of my favorite coworkers uh, resigned and left the company that I work at, and uh, it's kind of bummed. You know, she was cool. She was one of my favorite coworkers to work with, and she was also in charge of the project that I am now in charge of. So, <laughs> so I uh, miss you, Nicole. She was good. So that was my worst. Uh, is she a listener? Uh, probably not. <laughs> Come on, Nicole. I was rooting for you. <laughs> now, now, because real quick, did you uh, did you get a pay raise because you're now taking on that project or no? I, I, I'm legally not obligated. I can't say. <laughs> Never mind. All right. Uh, my worst of the week. So I'm sitting on the couch with Alicia. We're watching football and uh, the, the Jaguars are on TV. And I see the the their quarterback, Gardner Minshew. And whenever I see him, for some reason, it's a guttural response to go, Gardner Minshew, like I'm announcing him at like a wrestling match or something. And I, I say it like that because he appears on the TV. And Alicia turns to me with a deadpan, completely serious. She's like, I have to be honest with you. And I was like, oh, no, something, something's gone wrong. The marriage is over. What's going on? And she continues and she says, I fucking hate when you say his name like that on every podcast I've ever listened to. I'm like, really? What's so wrong about it? She's like, it's probably one of the most annoying things I've ever heard in my entire life. And then there was a couple of seconds of awkward silence. And I just kind of turned slowly back to the uh, TV and pretended that my soul wasn't crushed. And, uh, <laughs> and then she went on to beat me in fantasy uh, later that day in another league. So I'm just going to go... Uh, jump in front of a bus and uh, I'll, I'll talk to you guys later. Wow. Oh, Tell them God. how you really feel, Alicia. I know. My gosh. Wait, what did you say, Andrew? 
Gardner <laughs> Minshew. I don't know. I just I honestly have no idea where it came from, but no matter when we mention him, when if you look back in the in the previous episodes, you'll just you'll hear me say it and I I have no idea why. But so I'm going to try to curb that for our, our one of our listeners, but maybe I won't. We'll just we'll just we'll make a sound bite of it and just throw in and occasionally. We'll see what happens. I would love to know how she feels about your Mason Crosby impression <laughs> or, or how you say Mason Crosby. Alicia, please, please write us at QBLpod at gmail.com and let us know those feelings so we can read them. On I say air. nothing wrong about Mason Crosby. He is a uh, God among men. And I no, it's I, not, no, no, not, no, 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 no. I know I'm refusing to say his name how I normally say it because I don't want her to know. <laughs> Moving on. Mason Crosby. Crosby. Oh, my gosh. He's so great. All right. Like being at the Oprah Winfrey show. <laughs> you get a car. You get a car. You get a car. You get a, you get a field goal. You get a field goal. Sorry. Everybody gets a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's that's best and worst of the, of the week. And so now let's get into the matchups. And dun, dun, dun. we're just going to start with mine. That's why I'm so subdued. I, I played Tom. It? Can I say it? Sure. Tom eviscerates Dylan. 147.34 yes. to oh. 144.1. You hate to see it. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Not at well, all. actually, me and Andrew, we, we, we probably should because Tom's in our in our division and Dylan's not. But anyway. <laughs> also, Andrew has predicted that Tom will make the playoffs and he's now six and one. <laughs> like trouncing everybody too. Like it's not great. <laughs> yes. He's he's lead he's ahead in points scored. The next closest person to him is almost a hundred points behind him. <laughs> So um, on a note here, if I continue to say that Tom won't make the playoffs, he probably will continue to do really well, kind of like how my cursing of players seems to have gone during the season where I keep saying Tom's team is not going to win. So you know what? I think I'm going to just change course here. You know what, Tom? You're 6-1. and one. You know, let's lock it in. Let me give you the championship. Congratulations. Oh, man. You are the best. You're never oh. going to lose again. <laughs> Oh boy, that that might have done it. That might have done it. It's spoken into the ether, and Tom is now going. <laughs> well, we'll know this week because uh, looking ahead, Tom plays Brian. Oh this my week, god, so he loses. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Brian, welcome. <laughs> yes, and so yeah, we had to say Tom eviscerated me because that's our thing this season. But it was only a three point victory for Tom, and Very he did close. message me. He did message me right after the Monday night football completed because we both had players in that game. He had Allen Robinson. I had David Montgomery Robinson actually left the game at the end with an injury. So I had a chance if Montgomery could have just got a couple more of those garbage time catches, I would have pulled out the victory, but he actually messaged me right after and said, not an evisceration, but I'll take it. He's, he's, he's so cool. He's just playing with you. And he said he said he was very relieved he was able to snatch Gio Bernard off the waiver wire before I did so that I couldn't play him. Uh, and I say yes to that. I got a new job right before the season started. And in previous years at my other job, I was much more easily able to keep my eye on my phone and make those quick additions. Like when the news that Joe Mixon broke that he would probably wouldn't play, I would have been first out there to pick up Gio Bernard. The news that, you know, Aaron Jones didn't play. I could have gone out there and picked up Jamal Williams. The news that Antonio Brown was going to sign with the Buccaneers. Oh I could have been out there to pick him up. But I'm at work at a new job, and 
I just am a little bit busier, and yeah, it's cost me. It's cost me this year. It cost me this week, definitely. There was like three huge players to pick up this week, and I missed on all of them. Instead of picking up Jamal Williams, who did I pick up? A.J. Dillon. <laughs> and did I play A.J. Dillon? Oh, you bet. How could I not play A.J. Dillon? His last name is literally my first name. <laughs> and I'm playing Tom. I needed to go all ceiling to try to win because, as we've said, he's the best team in the league. Jonathan Taylor, one of my running backs, was on by, so I needed someone to fill in. And I decided to bench Daryl Henderson because he was also playing on Monday Night Football, and there was a report that he was dealing with an injury, and I I had David Montgomery also playing on Monday Night Football. I did not want to play both of them and then have Henderson miss and then have no backup plan. So it was kind of a mess. I ended up going with A.J. Dillon. He got 1.1 point. Daryl Henderson got 9.7. If I had just done that, I would have won. And for that, I am not the donkey nom, but the donkey of the week. Because, spoiler alerts, I went and looked at everyone's matchup. There there just wasn't anything like donkey worthy this week. And mine was a close game. I clearly made a donkey move, and I paid the price. So I am just, there's no vote. Because we always forget the vote anyway. <laughs> I'm donkey. Of the yeah. I think we should still. I think we should still vote at the end just to make it official. official. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay <laughs> with that. Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, enough, enough about your team, Dylan. Let's talk about Tom's amazing team. Uh, Go ahead. That, that he's going to win it all. Um, like we talked about last week, he he bounced. Well, Tannehill didn't actually have that great a week as he did the week before. Right. You know, he did what he needed to do. Oh, actually, let me, let me, I don't have a, but Dylan, you go ahead. I mean, I mean Bill, you go ahead. Yeah, talk, I mean, right? ne- uh, neither did Zeke. I mean, he had 6.1 points, but I mean, eh, uh, you, you can't not play him. It's, 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 you know, it's Zeke. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so, you know, it was just kind of a, it was just kind of nothing special across the board. He only had 147 points, which is like a low week for Tom. Um, I will say watching that Monday night game though, because you both had David Montgomery and uh, he had Allen Robinson there. I was like, ooh, he might do it. Oh, he might do it. And I was just, I was waiting for just like a garbage David Montgomery catch. And it was a little shot in Freud because I could just <laughs> I could just sense Dylan being like, oh, no, come on. Just <laughs> like, because like there was a couple times where he was like, David Montgomery would get the ball and he would be juking, juking to be just like one player to get by. And he just needed to get a couple more yards because it was really close. And I'm like, oh, he's not going to do it. What killed me was I I was getting ready for bed. I actually missed Allen Robinson's big catch. He had like one like 40-yard catch or some crazy shit like that because I remember looking at it and he had four points. And then I was just lying in bed. I hadn't looked at my phone. And I was watching and I'm seeing David Montgomery get all these little bullshit catches. And Allen Robinson leaves the game with his concussion. And I'm like, oh my God, wait, did I win? Am I going to win? <laughs> And then I go and check the score, and I see that Allen Robinson had 11 points, and I was like, "Ah, oh, shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's way more than I thought he had. I'm toast. And then I lost. Yeah, so, I mean, you talked about Gio Bernard being snagged from you. He didn't even yes. play him. Yeah, he said he said it was between – he told me in the message. He said it was between Gio Bernard and DeAndre Swift. He went with Swift, who had the, the better matchup, which, you know, I understand with that. I, I don't blame him. He was just happy he had Gio Bernard so that I, because obviously right. I needed a running back this week. I played AJ Dillon. Like if I if I had gotten Gio Bernard, I would have played him and I would have won. So I understand where he's coming from. He's just uh, rubbing the salt in that wound there for you, buddy. 
All right, so we've talked about this matchup for plenty long. Just one last note, and because it's in the show notes, Tom, what, what's going on here? Three defenses? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> he's, he's trying to pick up like everybody that is going to play the Jets in the next few weeks. Is that what he said? No, he, I'm just. I can see that he has the Chiefs defense. We didn't play this week, but they're playing the Jets, and I think he has the Chargers defense. They're going to play the Jets coming up. Uh, this week he had the Bills defense who played the Jets. It's a great move. The Jets are fucking terrible, but like, I mean, yeah, holding three defenses on on your bench that's that's something else. Three defenses when you have Miles Sanders who's hurt, and you know <laughs> running backs are a premium. But congratulations, Tom. You are the best. Your team is the best. You're going to win it all. All right, let's move on. So who Tom plays Brian next week? The low life that he is in the league, and Dylan plays Nate in week eight. So. Let's move it into that next matchup there. Nate versus Ryan. Ryan fucking destroyed Nate. But only because of one person. So wait, yeah. Tyler Lockett yeah. fucking destroyed yeah. Nate. Because, <laughs> I mean, if you don't have Lockett, Ryan scores like 100 points, which is just That's absolute true. garbage. No, you're right. Because the final score was 152.47 to 135.92, and Lockett had 53.45 points. So, Ryan, yeah, that's right. Without Lockett, Ryan doesn't even have 100 points. Absolute garbage. Absolute. And so, you know, Tyler Lockett is a fan favorite here on the podcast. No, he's fucking not. He's terrible. (laughs) You know, but he is very feast or famine. I have him in another league. I obviously won that matchup because Tyler Lockett fucking raked and I had Kyler Murray. So between the two of them, like right there, that's a that's a that's a PPR matchup in itself. So, yes, feast or famine where Dylan's like, you know, Nate really should try to trade for Tyler Lockett (laughs) because that is the type of player that belongs on the Boomer Bust Kings team. (laughs) Oh, no, for sure. I mean, I I am shocked he is not on Nate's team. He is the ultimate boom or bust player i mean i don't really like boomer bust players but like if he's gonna get if when he booms he's gonna get 53 points and single-handedly win you a week i guess it's kind of worth it i mean i had aaron jones last year who did was similar last year so like i don't know he can cost you wins though yes he can (laughs) billy knows firsthand last year they just they just sat him on the bench and there was like i think four minutes left in the final quarter and i needed like a, a a point and a half and I'm like, I think he got hurt that that, that I game. Don't I can recall. Even, I think he ended up going to the hospital. I, you jerk! I think it happened multiple times. I'm I'm not gonna forgive him. <laughs> yeah, no, he he definitely is a uh, boomer bust players. It, it depends on the roster construction. Like if you have a stable team, like Brian's team would would because uh, Brian needs that boom player to kind of take him over an edge because it's really not helping him. You know, he has he was doing all these you know you know safe players. So they always putting up you know. 15, you know, 15, 14 points where it's okay, but you need a player that's going to boom and get you that 31 week to kind of put you over the edge. And that's kind of like Nate's team is designed like that, except most of them have boom potential and bust potential. And that's why he's the boomer bust king. Yeah. Nate's team is all boomer bust yeah. players for the most part. So like either, and like he has weeks where he explodes and then he has weeks where he just doesn't show up. This is the rare week where he just had an average week, 135 points. I'd say that's right on the average. So no boom or bust this week for Nate. What a rarity. I mean, I'd be, I'd be pissed if I was him because you're going up against Ryan. One guy on Ryan's team gets 53 points. And without that, you would have like, even with the negative 0.1 points from McKinnon, like that, that just made me livid. I'd be, I'd be, and especially because it's Lockett. So I'm going to sound stupid here. I didn't watch the Patriots game, 
What happened to Jarek McKinnon? Did he get hurt? I have no they idea. They just didn't use him. No. Wilson was just killing it, and they were like, yeah, that's it. We're good. We're good. Jeff Wilson. Put some respect on that man's name. Mm. Wilson. Oh, we went to high school with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Now I got to edit that out. What that the hell? No. You can just edit that whole line I just said. <laughs> Keep it in. No. Um, Nate was also missing some key players this week. He had Aaron Jones, but he picked up Jamal Williams. And so at least Williams had a good game. He had like 20 points. He also was missing Dalvin Cook because of the bye. 135 points missing those guys. That's a pretty good week for Nate. I'm definitely scared to play him this upcoming week because anything can happen with Nate's team. Also, hasn't he busted like two weeks in a row? So he's bound to boom. Yep. Yeah, he busted two weeks in a row and had an average week. He is overdue for a boom week. I am probably screwed. I can't wait. But we will see. And then on the other side, Ryan is playing Andrew in week eight. And so that takes us into Andrew's matchup this week. Matchup of the week against Teddy. Andrew, go ahead. (laughs) Nice, nice. (sighs) Ah. That's the cat's meow right there. If I ever had it, what you drinking? Um, was that the, Ted, did Ted buy that for you? It's called the cat's meow. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, no! So Ted did not buy this beer for me. Actually, my older brother bought it for me when I kicked his ass a couple of weeks ago. But Teddy does owe me a six pack of Tennessee Sweet Nectar oh. because we bet we bet this matchup, and I was like, "This is the easiest bet I can make." You know, the odds of beating Ted and the Quitchy Bitch and Merb were high. Um, we were also playing each other in the noob league too. So I had to specify like we're betting in the quitchy bitch and not the noob league. It didn't matter. I beat him in both, but <laughs> oh, get wrecked, Ted. It get wrecked. It was nerve wracking. I will it was, I, I'm not saying it was an easy win. It was very close. It was 144 to 136. At one point, Teddy did, you know, at the end of the Sunday night games, he had put up, you know, he was done after Sunday night. I still had Cooper Cup going on Monday, and he was only up by four. So the odds that Cooper Cup puts up like four and a half points were pretty good. But I've had Cooper Cup in the past where he's goosed me or he's only got like three points, and that would have been absolutely soul-crushing if I lost to Ted because <laughs> Cooper Cup couldn't perform. And because some of his bullshit points happened, I shit you not. So I'm, I'm in the living room watching the Sunday night Arizona-Seattle game. Russell's cooking, and you know Kyler Murray's cooking too, and it's getting down to the end of the game. And Arizona is down a couple of scores. So they go to kick a field goal. They kick the field goal. It's good. But wait, there's a penalty. The guy on the Seattle, number 95, uses leverage. And so now Seattle gets the first down. And they're like, oh, they should just keep the points. They still need to score more touch. You know, they still need to score more possessions. But they're like, no, we're going to go for the touchdown because we're close. And that's when my roommate, Andrew, comes out and he's like, how's it going? Are you winning? And I go, ah, it's getting close. And I go, and I go, but I'm worried about this guy down here. And I, I'm circling on the TV, Christian Kirk. I go, if he scores a touchdown, I'm hosed. And he's like, well, who's covering him? I go, I fucking hope it's this guy who was probably 15 yards away from him. And literally that play, easiest fucking touchdown Christian Kirk could ever catch. <laughs> like he caught it. No one was near him. He spun touchdown. I was like, fuck. So. <laughs> I was, and that was like that. That could be it. That could be reason why I lose to Ted because some like not. It wasn't junk. It was very important. This is, you know Arizona and in Seattle was a very good game, and it it mattered because Arizona was able to win. And then I was like, oh well, we get overtime. I get more Russell. This is gonna be fine, dude. Russell could not be worse in overtime. You know, <laughs> on Sunday, like he threw a pick. 
He threw oh. a pick. Well, he threw it what should have been the game-winning touchdown, but David Moore had to go and hold. So, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that guy probably would have tackled DK. Oh, no, it was definitely yeah, that was definitely a penalty, and he definitely wouldn't have scored that touchdown, but it wouldn't have stalled the drive because on the very next play is when he threw that, like, I don't know what he was. He just kind of, like, threw a, like a pop-up, like an infield fly to the linebacker. He didn't see the blitz. So, so that was nerve-wracking. And, of course, last week I, I kind of tried to curse team uh, Ted's team with the the DJ Chark and the James Robinson. Now, DJ Chark did not have a good game. Excuse me. <laughs> I, chug, I drank <laughs> that beer. I had a burp. <laughs> uh, but James Robinson. Um, he did have a oof. good game. Dylan, you wish you could have used a running back this week. I, mm. I, you should try to trade for James Robinson. Yes, that's right. I could have. James Robinson, <laughs> side note, is on bye this week, so I'm not going to trade for him. But yes, yes, you see, someone, I mean, I thought I got a pretty good deal, but there was someone else who thought when I traded James Robinson for Michael Thomas, I was absolutely hosing Ted. Collusion. And that, that deal was I never ridiculous. said collusion. He's, yeah, no, he didn't say collusion. He said it was suspect. I have the text right here. I'm going to read know. a few of them. I know what I, I, know what I fucking <laughs> said. After the deal was struck between me and Ted, Andrew had a few choice words for the deal. He said, the trade between Ted and you is a little suspect. It's a little suspect trading his best player for a flash in the pan. There is nothing to do about it, but if the league vocalizes a complaint, I'll have to address it. He was so butthurt over this trade, he thought other people in the league would be pissed about the trade and would complain and that he would overturn it or some bullshit. I was just doing my active duty as a co-commissioner where if other – I was not I, – I, those messages were between <laughs> me and you and – I was like, if the, I'm not going to say anything, I said, I, I, my opinion was what it was, but you know, as an objective bipartisan commissioner here, I was like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to let it be. But if people complain to me, I have to act is the yes. integrity of the league depends on, it. as you yeah, said, I'm just, wor- I'm just worried about the optics. Ted's team is bad. He's trading his best player. <laughs> I'm I'm judging the fairness of the trade. And if James Robinson continues to be a flash season, great. But I bet he will not. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I, I love how serious you make Andrew sound. You make him sound very professional. Uh, but that was that was Andrew's reaction. So, yes, I am looking like the fool. But this is an invaluable lesson that I want to say for everyone in fantasy. <laughs> Trades should never, ever be overturned or vetoed unless there is clear collusion. Only time ever a trade should ever be overturned is if it is clear that two teams are cheating and working together, such as like a last place team who has no chance, maybe he's pretty much out of the playoffs, trades all their best players to a team fighting to be for the championship uh, for like dog shit. And you know, there's money on the line. Maybe they worked a deal. Hey, I'll trade you these best players. You give me a cut of the pot. That's the only time trade should be vetoed. No matter what your opinion is on the deal, if it's not clear collusion and two teams are making a trade to try to make their teams better, definitely do not do it because you don't know what's going to happen. And look what's happening. James Robinson, great. Michael Thomas, is he even going to play again this year? I mean, I hope so. But if he doesn't, look at that. I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> So, Andrew, I hope you learned your lesson. Everyone out there listening, you. I hope you learned your <laughs> before, lesson. <laughs> before we move on to the next match, I want to ask Andrew, how do you feel about that uh, that final Todd Gurley touchdown? 
Uh, Todd Curley's Honestly, on Ted's team. I, I didn't see it at when it happened. If oh, I had, wow. if, if I had done, if I had seen, I've seen it since. Um, but if I had seen it, you know, as it was happening, I think I would have had an aneurysm. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I would have been like, of course, fuck me, of course. You know, there was a lot of that because, like, that Tennessee, see, uh, that Tennessee Titans game. Yes, uh, that is the name of the team, Tennessee and Pittsburgh. He has Chase Chase Claypool, or yeah, that's his yeah, name, yeah. Chase Claypool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had DeAndre Johnson, and I texted the guys. I'm like, DeAndre what Johnson. What I say. DeAndre, DeAndre Johnson? Yeah. Deontay Johnson. I said, what are the odds he gets hurt again and hoses me another week? He didn't. <laughs> he got like almost 30 points, which was great. But he also did unluckily get hurt at the end of the game. So I was really, you know, and then fucking Steven Guskowski. Jesus Oh, Christ, my gosh. What a heartbreak. Barn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because like they, they fought back to win that game. And you're like, they got I was it. glad. I was glad he missed. Why? I, uh, I'm, I'm rooting for the Titans this year. I don't no, know. I am, too. But I was glad he missed because I, I could have I could see an overtime chase Claypool like 80 yard. That would have been tough for you. Yeah. But anyway, Andrew won. As we said, he plays Ryan. Ted plays Kevin in week eight. Oh, trash matchup. Kevin will look to try to get back on track. He is struggling these last few weeks, and his struggles continued as he got crushed by Justin this week, 159.88 to 107.02. Justin had a tough loss last week to Andrew, as you guys heard on the pod last week. I but he- mama, let me whisper. But he did bounce back this week to score the most points in the league and get the W. Devontae Adams is a big part of that. 44.6 points for Adams. Only He was kind of overshadowed by Tyler Lockett then that night. But that was a huge day for Adams. I mean, 44.6 points. He was killing the Texans. So Devontae Adams, he literally can only go for 40 points or nothing. (laughs) Because this year, he's got 41 in week one, 6, 12, 44, and three games missed of injury. So it's just like, oh my yeah, he's, he's the wide receiver 14. But those are from two fucking games. Good job, though. Hey, but I mean, Kevin, I mean, let's let's talk about Kevin's team now. He had OBJ, all right? <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, tough. You hate yeah torn ACL hate out for the season. Um, tough. That's a definitely a tough loss for Kevin. Not that I mean OBJ. I don't know. He's it's not working in Cleveland when he's no. healthy. It's just not. He had he did have that one great week against the Cowboys, but that's the Cowboys. Everyone has a great week against them. It just doesn't work. I don't know. I think he has to go somewhere else. People were like, bring him to the Patriots. Him and Cam Newton are best friends. They'll do so well together. And that's, that's funny you say that. Cam Newton. I mean OBJ outscored Cam Newton this week. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oh no. <laughs> Zero to negative point one eight. <laughs> and that's who Kevin that's who Kevin's quarterback was. I'm not worried about that for Kevin because he has Lamar Jackson, so he was on a bye this week. I still think Kevin's team is in some, you know, some deep water. I did say that he was gonna make the playoffs this year. You cursed him. I've cursed him. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good news for Kevin is that he played pretty much his best lineup this week. He really couldn't have made many other moves to get many more points. Uh, the bad news is he only put up 107 points. He did have a lot of players on by. So, and he, he played AJ Brown. I mean, Hey, Kevin, finally, <laughs> finally 27 points from AJ Brown. I'm sure you'll keep him in your lineup going forward, but yeah, it's, 
That's tough, man. Kevin's team, I feel like his team always looks good, but like, I don't know. He has Alvin Kamara. He'll get Lamar Jackson back. Joe Mixon's hurt. You know, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf. I mean, Ju- he just traded for Juju and he had a good week. I don't know. It's like he should have a good team, but he's he's what, one in six now? <laughs> so <laughs> yes. that is that is a tough look, my friend. Tough, tough look. And All right, and we don't have to talk about Justin's team. He sucks. No one likes him. Moving ah. on. <laughs> Justin's four and three. He's playing. He's playing good ball, and he plays Billy in week eight. It's gonna be four Billy four. Yeah, Bill, get him, get him, Bill. Me and him are gonna rooting for you. Me and him are gonna be tied at four and four after next week. That's right, because Billy's coming off a win of his own as he cruised to a win over Brian, one nineteen point three six to ninety one point eight eight. Billy, I'm going to let you take this one away because, as you can see in the show notes, really, your matchup was pretty boring, and I couldn't figure out like any good things to talk about. So go ahead. That is A-OK. Hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> I had that geared up before you did that, Andrew. So when you did our Oh, like, did you? Yeah, this is phenomenal. <laughs> it's a, it's a, not a sponsor, but it's a Bud Light Seltzer Pineapple. Hold on. Fuck it. <laughs> Oh man, mine's a beer. Mine's a real beer, the New England IPA. I didn't really have a real win. It was against Brian, so we're not going with a real beer. <laughs> I gotta say, if you are looking into the seltzer game, Bud Light Pineapple is delicious. One more second. Mm. That's tasty. Okay, our match was pretty much dog shit from the beginning. Um, we were kind of neck and neck for most of Sunday, but then I pulled ahead a little bit. Uh, I was nervous. I mean, I wasn't nervous. Let's be realistic. But uh, by the time Sunday was done, I was done. And I had 119 points. And Monday, all Kevin had was, uh, what, like wood? Brian. Brian. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of another trash team. Uh, <laughs> all Brian had on, on Monday was uh, Robert Woods. And I wasn't, I was, I mean, he could have potentially had like a miracle game. I mean, but I, I mean, it's it's Robert Woods. So I wasn't too nervous about it. I mean, he would he would have needed twenty six points, which is it's he's done it before in his career. So right. it's and it's because it's a PPR league, but yeah, not not this season. It looks like I was pissed though because like Thursday Thursday night I had the Giants defense because I just had to pick them up because the Ravens were on were on like a, we're on a bye, and I think this entire season the defense I've had hasn't scored like under five points. So to get two just made me on edge and i was like i might actually fucking lose this to brian's team and his team is dog shit i mean mine's not much better but i beat him so i'll take the win uh yeah you know cole beasley stepped his game up love that for me he's been on my bench since like day one and i'm always like should i play cole i don't know he he and he 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 helped me out because like half my team was on a bye this week so we're on to we're on to Justin. No, how about Tom Brady? You left him on your bench, bro. Thirty six point eight six points. I have to I have to stand I have to stand by my Deshaun Watson trade just to rub it into Ted every single fucking week. Uh, You're gonna rub it into Ted all the way to not making the playoffs. Hey, you know I won this game, and then next week I have to play Tom Brady because Deshaun Watson is on a bye. So Brady's gonna you know uh, Monday night game take me to victory against the fuckface that I'm playing, whatever his name is. Uh, and they are playing the Giants, so you would think Brady would have a good night. No, the Giants are his kryptonite. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. So let's. No, they're, no they were Bill Belichick's kryptonite. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, sure. So Brian's team took a big hit this week. You know, Chris Carson's going to be out a couple of weeks. That kind of stinks for him. Chris Godwin. You know, what? Chris Godwin. Yep. Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin. Finger. Uh, He's going to miss this week. 
I know what a, my finger hurts, you know, yeah. I mean, he is a wide receiver, but um, <laughs> yeah, so he had a better week than Mike Evans this week, but you know, and the season so far, Mike Evans is better than Godwin. That's for you, PJ, if you're listening. And um, <laughs> Josh Allen, I don't know what, you know, he was MVP caliber for the first like four weeks. And then the past three weeks, he's just kind of been, you know, not great, you know, Brian would have been better to start Joe Burrow against Cleveland, but that was a matchup. He was never going to do that because Josh Allen was playing the Jets. Mm. Uh, But 91 points, Brian, PPR, like you're looking a little Ted-like right now. (laughs) But not Ted from like, not Ted in his prime where he was like in shape, but like Ted now in Tennessee, you know, where his gut is large and his hairline is receding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I don't know about the hairline part. Okay. As a man. as a man with a receding hairline, uh, I think Ted's doing pretty good. Okay, I I I wish I had his head of hair. <laughs> um, all right, anything else about Brian and Bill's matchup? Mason Crosby five points. Suck it, Bill. I mean, five points is still better than no points. I'll take it for Mason Crosby. Wow, change it up, why don't you? I I I'm I'm talking at a lower register because uh, Alicia is home and in bed, so I'm kind of trying to be on the on the on the quieter side because I don't want to be too loud because I've already gotten a a a a an occasional warning. Uh, let's look ahead. Let's look ahead to next week, week eight, big week, guys. After this week, the season is official, meaning we will have a champion as long as this week does not get canceled and the season canceled. So, big week. Currently, Tom six and one leading the way. We'll we'll check in on the standings next week after because that'll be the first official week after the the official I don't know season deadline whatever that we set. Yeah, highlighted matchups of the week: Andrew and Ryan and Billy and Justin. Those are the two that stand out to me this week. Andrew and Ryan, they're both five and two, so they're going at it. Say it, say it, say it. It's a championship rematch. <laughs> oh, good call. That's right. The championship rematch. I honestly forgot. So Andrew and Ryan, that was the championship last week, last year. Man, I can't talk. Andrew and Ryan, championship rematch. Should be a good one. I don't know who to root for because I always root against Andrew, but Ryan is leading my division. So honestly, I actually think I have to root for Andrew oh, no. in this one. Hurts oh, no. me. Hurts me to say that. I'm hurt. <laughs> are you though billy any words any words for justin i mean i'm not gonna waste my time on someone who's you know not even a threat here we go and billy's gonna get crushed by yep. 40 yeah. pounds. <laughs> so yep. before uh, you know i want to one more note you know I, I forgot to mention this and I, I don't know why i didn't mention this um i won in every single fantasy oh, league that i'm in perfect week take it take it there and I even won twice in the uh, in the Empire League that we're in. So, and that's seven leagues. I beat my sister in law for a six pack in my family league. I beat I don't know who I beat Teddy twice. <laughs> I don't know who I played in the other leagues, but that's it. Perfect what an week. Embarrassment of riches on your end, Bill. What do you think? Should I? That seemed like a pretty good section to edit out. Yeah, we can what remove that. That's fine. It was just wasted air. <laughs> anyway, we're running. We're running the fifty-two minutes as is. So, we oh probably... Jesus Christ, that's that's getting cut. That's getting Man. cut. Anyway, let's do starts of the week because we do actually have a little bit to talk about starts of the week because Andrew mentioned it earlier. He tried to curse Ted's team. He, <laughs> he said the Jacksonville Jaguars were gonna go off this week, 
because he was trying to curse them and he only it only worked halfway. I guess it only works on receivers, Andrew, because DJ Chark, 3.6 points, but James Robinson, 31. So you're pretty much going to have to stick to wide receivers. That's who it seems to work on with the curses. Who do you got this week? Tyler Start Lockett, week. baby. Tyler Lockett's <laughs> oh, going to blow up again. <laughs> you son of a bitch. It's a, it's a, don't start Tyler Lockett this week, folks. That's That's basically it. I mean, I guarantee you he's not going to score as many points. That you can count as a guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> but he'll still have a good matchup. I don't even know who he's playing. <laughs> he's on bye. No, just kidding. Oh. We, we, he already had his bye. I said last week, Carson Wentz, if he was out there, pick him up and start him. And I followed that advice in, in the league where I beat my brother. And I'm happy I did because he had 27.76 points last week. So that was awesome. This week, Teddy Bridgewater. He's going against the Falcons. We, he already played the Falcons this year and got 20 points. I'm predicting another nice 20 point plus point game from him because the Falcons are garbage. So Teddy Bridgewater, QB stream of the week. Bill, take it away. You last week had Travis Fulgham. He was solid, 12.3 points. I mean, it's, you know, it's fine. Uh, who do you got this week? Yep. All right. We're going uh, Sterling Shepard. I had him on my bench for a while, and then I dropped him, and I think he's going to have a good game this this week coming up. So I say play him. All right. Going against the Bucks. We'll yep. see on Monday Night Football. It's going to work in his favor. He's going to get fucked. We're going to see. We're going to see. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. But, um, yeah, guys, anything else? Anything else you want to add? Any more bragging, Andrew? Uh, no, I get, you know, sit more six packs. My gut's getting bigger from all these victories. Love it. You know, I've only won in the family league when I play my actual like immediate family for six packs. So I'm only like, what, three and four, no, four and three or four, four and two, five and two. I don't know. Fuck. I just have to beat my dad. That's right. I told my dad. That's right. The last thing. So I haven't beat my dad yet. And I said, I'm coming for him. I called him today and I go, I, I'm coming for you like uh, for the Infinity Stone. And I'm going to snap you out of existence because oh <laughs> he's the last uh, stone I need to get. And a fun fact, this is you can cut this out if you want. But I scored 191 points last week against my sister-in-law. I only would have lost to my dad who scored 193. And if I had played him this week, I honestly probably would have been the most pissed I've ever been. Because I'm like, <laughs> you score 191 points and you lose. Can you have fucking imagine? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Is that the music I hear? Yeah. Come in before Andrew talks anymore. (laughs) Good week, guys. Let's have a fun week eight. And goodbye. goodbye.